What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Dense Pixels Podcast. I'm your host, Brad, joined by my co-host, Terrence. What's up? And uh, Micah is down in the FLA this week. I don't know why. I mean, uh, well, apparently he's apparently he's there for work. Apparently he's there for work. Mm. Mm. Look, you'd have to to go down there. I'd imagine. Yeah, the only I don't know why anybody would be moved to, why they even visit Florida, let alone live there. But uh, subbing in for him this week is Carrie. Welcome, Carrie. What's up? So uh, we will. It's it's a jam packed show. Um, <laughs> light news this week, but that means question of the week is what do you people want? Because we owed you. Because I have been a slack ass for literally the past three weeks, not posting a question of the week. Because I kept forgetting. So let's bring it back in grandiose fashion, the only way that we know how. So uh, before we get there, let's kick it off with uh, Carrie talking about uh, Man Arachnid (laughs) for the PlayStation 4. Web-slinging friend. Um, No, I picked up up Spider-Man last week. Um, Man, that game's real good. It's a a good, it's a real good one. I think like my only gripe is that like the side stuff gets a little repetitive. I've heard that from every single person I've talked to. That's that's yeah, it's it's just sort of like, oh, there's a crime. Go stop the crime. Uh, And like there's like three different types of crimes. It's either like dude getting beat up a drug deal or like a car chase. Sometimes someone got kidnapped. Um (laughs) They always kidnap him and they always throw him in the back of the same fucking blue sedan in the middle of Midtown Manhattan. Um, so like, like where no one hears them banging on the car. Con- right. <laughs> like, like, uh, or they just oh, it's New York, so they don't pay any attention to it. That's also like, I, I don't know what that is. So I I think besides that, um, like I would say the research tasks are like those are kind of fun and interesting. Um, I've been mostly just slinging around manhattan and stopping crimes and not really doing too much on the main story yet like i just finished the bank fight against shocker like i'm still super early um, yeah you, you really are <laughs> but i mean the game already says i'm like 33 percent done so i yeah. guess that's that's a credit to how much of the side bullshit i've been occupying my time with but yeah, I, I played and when i first started playing that game and i did like two or three missions i'm like oh snap i'm already like 15 percent done i'm gonna be able to finish this in a weekend no that game is long as hell i mean yeah. even the story is long I was like, jesus christ it just kept going and going but yeah you're very you're very early yeah <laughs> in this but no i mean it's it's a lot of fun um the web slinging mechanic just like feels really good so I've been having fun. It's it's not what I would consider my usual style of game, but everyone's like, holy shit, this game's really good. And I like Spider-Man. So Look, I dropped Yakuza 0 like a fucking sack of bricks and picked up Spider-Man. So I'll get back to Yakuza eventually. Look, I, I have it. I yeah. just, It's installed. I just haven't <laughs> found time to fucking play it yet. It, if I, if I ever will. It took a while to install. If I ever will. I, it, it's like I said, Destiny FIFA has been... Can't stop. Can't stop. Won't stop with those. Um, I'll talk about FIFA for two seconds. It's it sure is FIFA. It sh- it sure is FIFA. Um, it's funny because the grind. Like so, I started playing Ultimate Team. Of course, it's pretty much the only game that I play. Um, the grind feels 
tougher at first. Like, I don't feel like I'm earning coins at the same rate that I have been in years past. Maybe that's just me. And maybe that's also because I feel like in years past, I might have gotten, like, packs early. Like, bought packs early to get myself a head start. Didn't do that this year. Because um, I'm not really about giving EA money <laughs> right now. Um, to, anyway. I didn't buy FIFA, Terrence. I oh. was giving it oh, for free. Well, so. then. <laughs> but um, at least not until Anthem comes out. Anthem comes out, they, can, they might be able to get my cash away from me. Um, but look, it's good. The... They added some stuff to make the to make the you know minute to minute gameplay feel a little bit more wide open, a little bit more competitive. Um, they added like a time shot feature to give you a way to get bonus accuracy on difficult shots if you can time a set second button press uh, accurately. And of course, if you mistime it, then your accuracy gets gets thrown to hell. Um, apparently, they I didn't put it in the docket. They they announced pack odds. For Ultimate Team, though, that's one of the big things they're doing to be more transparent is they give you the odds of uh, how likely you are to find a really ultra-rare player. I don't People are freaking out. Like, it's less than 1%. I don't believe it. I'm like, like if you've played FIFA before in open packs, like, you know this. Like, this isn't new news to you. It's just that they're, they're being transparent. It's not like they've changed. It's what they always are. Oh, I can also talk about this real quick. Um, so I got this the Scuff Vantage controller, which if you're mm. watching this on YouTube, you can see. Um, I don't know about it. I don't like the look of it. <laughs> I, I, I like the look. So, like, the controller itself is good. Um, but I don't... I'm sorry, my fucking key lights playing tricks with this. It's not a very good picture right now just because the fucking land in front of me sucks. Um, but it's... It, fe- it, it looks... I think it looks good. Um, it feels good. I'm having a really tough time getting adjusted to it, personally. Why? Just because it's very different to re- not not only retrain yourself to use the additional buttons that are on the controller, mm. but also because the analog sticks feel not not from a like putting your finger on them feel different, but from a usage standpoint feel very different from the regular PS4 analog sticks for some reason. And I don't know if it's my brain or if it's just that I don't like the controller. I can't figure that they out. Feel like they're like I mean it look I don't know. I didn't get a good enough look at it, but it looks like it feels like they're sunken in a little bit more. They they are. Are, are they raised a little cuz I don't like that at all. Like well, I they're have, like so sunken they, in slightly more than the ones that are already on the PS. Are you talking um, about just the thumb pad itself? No, like like the sticks. They look they look like they're shorter. I don't That's a good you know what? I've got I've got two controllers next to me. I'll check it out right mm-hmm. now. Hang on a second. All right, let's eyeball this real quick. Uh, so the regular, the regular height ones are about the same. Mm. Um, I have tried to use like the taller ones because they give you a yeah. set of tall sticks in as well. Yeah, that's, that's what I would put on. I'd probably put the tall sticks on because I just like the feel of like longer sticks. It's it's just tough to get used to because with the long sticks you don't have to move your thumb as much, but when you have that muscle memory mm. trained into how much you have to move when you're playing like a, like a shooter. It's right. very difficult to relearn. So, so I'm actually um, I I've, I'm filming a video review for that. So that'll be up on the Dense Pixels YouTube channel, probably uh, either later this week or early next week to get my overall impressions on it. Um, it is two hundred dollars, and I don't know if it's <laughs> worth two hundred dollars. I can tell you that. Mm-mm. So we'll we'll have to see we'll have to see what my verdict is uh, when we get there. So uh, that's it for what we've been playing this week. Bit of housekeeping. Make sure you go to youtube.com slash densepixels, as some of you are right now, because you might be watching this podcast in video format. Uh, hit the red subscribe button and click the bell icon. Um, I've been doing lots of, not lots of, I've been doing some Let's Plays for Destiny 2. Uh, 
I will. I'm gonna try, Terrence. What I got to do is I got to get you the login. I got to get your account linked to the YouTube channel because that way your gameplay videos can just go right up there without any fuss or muss. And we, and that way we can get like DBZ content and stuff like that as well. Um, but yeah, again, subscribe, click the bell. We post the podcast and video format every week on there too. The Let's Plays, all that jazz. So youtube.com slash densepixels. Uh, if you're not a TNP Studios premium member, go to densepixels.com slash premium. You just have to pay $5 a month or $50 for the entire year to get access to our premium slate of shows, including the Look Forward Political Podcast, our action movie podcast, No Time to Bleed, uh, Jay and Michael's Life Retrospective through Seinfeld in the airing of grievances, and myself and Micah, uh, with the men with the golden tongues, our James Bond slash spy movie podcast. Again, densepixels.com slash premium. Check it out. Uh, as if, even if you sign up for the $5 a month, you still get access to our entire back catalog of premium shows, which is over 300 hours of content at this point. And then, of course, no matter what podcatcher you use, whether you use Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Pocket Casts, uh, whatever, Make sure you subscribe to our show and the other TNP Studio shows as well. Uh, that includes The Nerdpocalypse, that includes Black on Black Cinema, and that includes uh, Coming Distractions, our movie review podcast feed, which you can also find on YouTube through the Nerdpocalypse channel. So new releases. Um, it is a new month, uh, the rare month where the first Tuesday of the month happens to be around the first of the month. So we have both PlayStation and Xbox's free offerings that we know what is going to be available for free. Uh, for the entire month of October... You get the fantastic cooperative game Overcooked on Xbox Live for free. Uh, this is the co-op game that will test your friendships slash relationships as you yell at each other to try to get food prepared, cooked, and served, and dishes clean in a very frantic, ever-changing environment. I love Overcooked. Uh, if you've not played this, you definitely should do yourself a favor and do it. Uh, second half of the month, from the 16th of October to the 15th of November, uh, you can get Victor Vran for free. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Terrence. This is the uh, Victorian era style Diablo game that they uh, that came out. Didn't you play this? Yeah, okay. <laughs> I have no idea what this is. I thought you played. Oh, Did I'm, I'm confusing this with the shitty Van Helsing I played, game. I played the uh, the Van Helsing. Okay, game. yeah. I, I, I got I got my V's my V names uh, mixed up. Yeah. What is this? I've heard it's a Diablo clone, basically. Just Justin in the. Uh, in the fan group, densepixels.com slash fans mentioned that it's essentially a Diablo clone. Um, and a, a, but apparently it's just the base game. There's apparently a bundle that comes with uh, two add-ons that you don't get for free uh, with this one this month. Uh, on Xbox 360, uh, backwards compatible games that are available also on Xbox One. Stuntman Ignition from October 1st through 15th. And Hitman Blood Money for the second half of October available for free as well. I've I guess I'm a little surprised, and I guess this is true for. Um, is this still true for Sony that um, that the 360 is still being supported in this fashion? Well, it's just because any 360 game they put up are essentially like Xbox One games because they're 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 all required to be backwards compatible. Ah. So they figure they might as well just do it. So that's that's their mindset there. I guess. Uh, for PlayStation, yeah, it's a it's a shitty racing game. Uh, for PlayStation. Friday the 13th is available for free. So if you missed out on one of the uh, most buzzed about games from last year, you can check it out for free now on the PS4. Any one of you play that? No, it's not really my jam. I don't, I, I don't think I'd enjoy it, personally. Yeah, I wanted to, but I didn't want to pay for it. So, you know. So, yeah, now you can get it for free. 
I mean, look, they gave away Dead by Daylight a couple months ago. Friday the 13th it was like, we're not going to let that stand. Unabated. <laughs> Get us the fuck on there. And uh, Laser League, also available. This is a all-new multiplayer experience that's easy to pick up and incredibly fun to play. Apparently. Wow. So, uh, yeah, I thought this was that VR game, but then I looked at it and I'm like, oh, that's not a VR game at all. And uh, on PS4, you can also get three other games because three of the other offerings are cross-buy. So The Bridge is a PS3 game that you can also play on PS4. And Rocket Birds 2 Evolution and 2064 Read Only Memories are both Vita games that are also available for PS4 for free. So there we go. That's, uh, that's, that's the free games that you can get this month. If you want to pay for games that you can play, uh, there's a lot of releases this week as well. Mostly retail, actually. Not, not really any digital offerings uh assassin's creed odyssey releases this week on playstation 4 and xbox one and switch apparently in japan uh <laughs> mega man 11 releases on all consoles wwe 2k19 deluxe edition releases on friday this week i on saw, PS4 I saw an uh an advert for wwe 2k19 where they said you could play as ray mysterio and i'm like he's a pre-order bonus from mm-hmm. what i understand what yeah mm-hmm. terrence he's back he's back in wwe he is actually back in wwe not, he's not been on TV yet, but he's coming back. But, like, that's a big deal that you can play as Rey Mysterio, which you could play as him in, like, 12 other games. <laughs> well, I mean, he's not in the game by default, it's like I guess. fucking so. Madden now? They just take yes. shit out and put it back in? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sure. Okay. I saw that. I'm like, that's the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard. <laughs> he's back. I'm like, I, I played him in fucking Here Comes the Pain 12, 12 years ago. <laughs> that's fine. Okay. Sure. Uh, on Friday, uh, Fist in the North Star Lost Paradise releases Tuesday as well. So does Astrobot Rescue Mission for PlayStation VR. Uh, Valtherian Arc Hero School Story comes out for the PS4. And on Friday, uh, Super Mario Party comes out for the Nintendo Switch. I got that pre-ordered. That is... Okay. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) Unsurprising, I'm sure. Um, I'm just looking forward to, like, having something that, you know, is, is easy to sort of pick up and play when I have friends over for drinks and whatnot and it it looks like an improvement like i thought the mario party on the wii u was good um because i thought it made use of the wii u's gamepad in an interesting way um but i'm looking forward to how the switch uses like the joy cons and whatnot so we'll see uh two brief release date announcements uh castlevania requiem which contains rondo of blood and symphony of the night comes to ps4 so fucking stupid you i mean (laughs) Why, I'm sorry. Who's like, surprised? Honestly, it's Konami. Uh, <laughs> like Symphony of the Night, people are still, you know, jacking off to twenty years later, and I get that because, like, it's ostensibly the best one. Um, Rondo of Blood is fine, um, but it's like there. It's going to be. It's two old ass games for twenty dollars. When I'm pretty sure you can find each of them for like five dollars separately. Konami's oh, going to Konami. I'm pretty sure you can buy them, like on PS4 uh, or maybe maybe not on PS4, maybe on Steam or something. But like, I don't think those games are ten dollars each at this point. Maybe look, I'm wrong, look, but I still it's think it's like, stupid. It's not like Konami's getting rich off of pachinko machines right now, right? Like they gotta they gotta <laughs> get the money where they can. Metal Gear Solid on or whatever the fuck that dumb game was called, Metal Gear Rising. Survive. Whatever. Yes. Oh wow. See how dumb see how dumb it is? I couldn't even remember that fucking the fucking name of it. 
Yeah, apparently. I'm shocked I remember. I don't even play Metal Gear. Oh, that was the game where they made you pay uh, 10 bucks for a save slot, right? Yeah. That's it. We covered that on the show. (laughs) Yo, uh, crazy. Like, did anybody pay for that? Oh, I'm sure some I can't imagine someone paid $10 for it. I'm pretty sure negative people. No. Negative people. I'm pretty sure Konami <laughs> owed people money when that game came out. I ain't never heard of no crazy shit like, like, yo, we will give you an extra save slot. Pay me ten dollars. I'm sorry. What did you just say? I would smack that person in the face. And finally, for even yeah. for suggesting, suggesting such a thing. Mm-hmm. Say what now? Uh, well, so finally, good news, bad news for Carrie. The good news is the Fallout 76 beta begins on October 23rd. The bad news is it begins exclusively on the Xbox One. Yeah, it's out on um, PS4 and PC the week after, so that's sort of whatever. I mean, my only annoyance with this is that they're calling it a beta, when what it is is just a server stress test. Like, it's yeah. not a beta. When is it coming out? Like, a week later. The actual full game? Yes. <laughs> the fuck it's not a beta. Yeah, a beta would be like if it came out in July. I mean, here's the thing. Here's what I, you know, you got to understand about Bethesda titles is, um, I mean, the game's technically going to be in beta for six months after the game actually releases <laughs> at retail anyway. Yeah. So uh, the it's bugs fine. Are, the bugs are endearing. Like, no, they're not. I mean, like, sometimes they are. Sometimes like, yeah, they're like, funny. Like, yeah, they're funny, but that don't make, like, look. <laughs> Does it mean the game is programmed well? No, but it's fine. I understand the challenges of an open world game. Look, I've got the Power Armor Edition pre-ordered. How much was it's that? $200, man. Like, Are you serious? Yeah, but it comes with the wearable Power Armor helmet, which you will catch me wearing on this podcast at some point in the future. Um... Look, I know. Look, <laughs> when, when they announced that game when at E3 this year, when Todd Howard got on stage and was like, we're doing this edition. It's called the Power Armor Edition. It comes with a helmet and you can wear it. And I was like, sign me up. I don't want to pay more than 150. I was like, 150 is my tops. Then uh, Todd okay. Howard is like, it's $200. And I was like, here's my money. $200 is my tops. God damn it. <laughs> no, Here weird. you go, Todd. Fuck you. <laughs> what is it made out of? <laughs> the tears of Bethesda programmers, <laughs> probably. Like, I want to know what that fucking helmet is made out of. You paid, here's, you paid hundred and forty dollars for it. Here's here's a here's a proposition for Bethesda. How about this? How about you have two different collector's editions of the game? One, the two hundred dollar Power Armor edition. Two, the two hundred dollar Bug Free edition. Uh, an edition <laughs> of the game that's actually coded properly. I guarantee you that you'd actually sell a lot of copies of that Let's, one. Let's see what uh, what what the what this is coming with. So that's a bunch of nonsense. Is the answer to that question? Hundred and forty dollar helmet. Mm-hmm. It, comes, well, it, fucking... comes, it comes with a helmet. It comes with uh, like a duffel bag. It comes with duffel a map. It comes with a bunch of minifigures. I think it comes with like a soundtrack. Like it comes with stuff besides just the helmet. Mm. So I mean, the helmet's gonna be cheap then. Um, yeah, full scale wearable T51 power armor helmet with West Tech canvas carrying bag. Uh, this wearable helmet faithfully replicates the in game model, comes complete with voice modulator speaker, functioning LED headlamp, and custom VATS sound feature. That's fine. <laughs> the, the, the Ron Perlman <laughs> like, voice emulator. Like, look. Uh. 
Todd Howard basically came into my house, punched me in the face, and took all of my money <laughs> as soon as they announced that. So it's fine. It's okay. You get the helmet itself for 40 Well, this may not be the one that you get in the, uh, the game, but you can get it for $49. Huh. Mm-hmm. There's no way that the helmet that comes in that collector's box is $50 on its own. It's not possible. What, more? It's got to be. It's got to be. Yeah. Okay. So we'll see. Well, that's, that's all the release date stuff. Let me, uh, we have two, I guess, technically three stories and headlines. So let me pass it over to Terrence. Uh, first up, uh, Telltale Games is possibly going to finish the Walking Dead series. Good for them. Not really. <laughs> I don't really care. <laughs> Those aren't games. Um, well, they got, they, they got shredded. When they announced this, they got rightly shredded for it. Online. So Telltale Games laid off most of its staff late last week. The surprise news hit fans in the, of its long-running series, The Walking Dead, especially hard as its narrative arc was just months from winding down. According to a statement issued on Twitter this evening, multiple partners have shown interest in helping to complete the series. What is this? So, hi, this is the tweet. Hi, everyone. We have a Walking Dead update for you. Multiple potential partners have stepped forward to express interest in helping to see the final season through to completion. While we can't make any promises today, we are actively working towards a solution that will allow episodes three and four to be completed and released in some form. In the meantime, episodes two will release tomorrow. Episode two will release tomorrow across all platforms as planned. We hope to have answers for you for your other questions. So they're releasing the second one. Or they already did. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Not to not to not to piggyback on the uh, general sentiment shown throughout the Internet when this news was announced, but uh, I have a inter- express interest in seeing them possibly continue f- the health insurance and possibly severance of the 225 employees that they let go last week. Yeah. Uh, well, instead that's, of putting this out. That's my hang up is they're like, oh, wow, we're going to finish the game. And it's like, cool. You still fucked over like 250 people. <coughs> Who's going to help finish this? Outside Other partners. partners, I guess. Yeah, I don't know <laughs> like, what that, what that means. None, none of the 225 people who no longer have health insurance as of today. Um, not, not that they give a shit about negative PR at this point because the, the bell's already been rung on that. But uh, this would be awful, awful if they, if they did this. Finish it. Yeah, and I mean, I guess you, the, the only argument that you can make in support of this is that, hey, a bunch of people, you know, bought the season pass for season, for this last season. And this way you're making good on their investment. I would imagine, and I shouldn't imagine this because there's a lot of really shitty people out there, but I would imagine that most people that bought the season pass would much rather see these, these laid off developers be taken care of rather than worry about getting the last couple episodes of their game. Yeah. I mean, I think on one hand, like, sure. You know, you want to do right by the customers. You want to do right by the, the fans of the series who, you know, we're sort of anticipating Clem's story being wrapped up in a satisfying fashion. Like, as a fan of things that have left on cliffhangers, um, I, 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 I'm like, no, I have no clue what you're talking about. I, I understand, like, the sentiment at large, but, um, I mean, like, you gotta, you gotta do right by, by your employees, man. Like, to lay that many people off with no warning and being like, you don't get any severance. Your health insurance is cut off in less than two weeks. 
good fucking luck, fam. You got a half hour to get out of the building. Like, no, no, fuck that. Fuck that. Like, sorry. I can't abide that shit. Well, I don't know. It's fucked up. Uh, next up, uh, Telltale uh, maybe hit with a class action lawsuit because of the, the way they got to uh, let, let all those people go. Look, I don't know what you're going to win. Like, I've been part of a class action lawsuit that I didn't even know I was part of. I mean, I for most like people, for, for, say, for most like, people, that's yeah. usually the ones they're involved in is the ones where they get the email <laughs> like, hey, you have to opt out if you don't want to be part of this. Yeah. And you're just like, oh, whatever. So, like, they're going to be hit with this, but, like, they ain't got no fucking money. Yeah, that's, that's when when this news came out last week. I'm like, that's cool, but who's gonna who's gonna get you that restitution? Yeah. Like, where are you gonna get it from? Yeah, I was like, they're gonna get like three dollars and fifty cents a piece. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's it. I feel like at at this point, it's like more of like trying to make a statement to the rest of the industry. Um, basically, because of like, there's a federal uh, act called the Warn Act, which is the Worker Adjustment and Retraining Notification Act. It's been law for literally 30 years now um, and it says that most businesses with at least 100 full-time workers must notify employees 60 days in advance of any plant closings or mass layoffs the act defines a mass layoff as a reduction of 50 or more employees within a 30-day period if the total comprises at least one-third of the company's workforce or any layoff of 500 or more workers across the board um, California has a state level version of this, which took effect in 2003, which has slightly more stringent requirements for businesses, which lowers the company size threshold to 75 part time employees and applies to any reduction of at least 50. So it's basically it's like if there's there's no way that the higher ups at Telltale didn't know that this was going to happen. Right. Well, so, to, to hear to hear them tell it, they they knew it was a possibility, but they were fighting to make sure that it did not happen. Then I guess like the bottom just fell out eventually. Like apparently they, they were, they were trying to get outside funding and then they thought they had it lined up. It's very, it's, it's almost oddly reminiscent of the 38 studios situation mm. in a lot of ways where they thought they had outside funding lined up and then the bottom. You just know, fuck fell her out. chilling. Well, I mean for, for, for many, many reasons. Uh, but yes, I, I concur with you on that. But uh, uh, there, there is an update on this story at Polygon saying that um, Telltale might be able to fight off the federal version of this, but is probably going to have a really hard time defending its actions according to the state level version. So, like I said, I just, I just don't know what the realistic, like real life consequences are, even if they're found guilty of violating this, uh, this, this, this Warn Act that's out there. It's just it, mm-hmm. like we're like, okay, cool, you, you lost. Uh, we're you know we got to get money. Where are we gonna get it from? I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. So I, I I I understand what they're going for, but I feel like at the end of the day, they're just gonna be in the same boat that they started in. I mean, I I think you're correct, but I still like I sort of hope that <coughs> the fact that they are um pursuing this um you know is is hopefully a uh warning to other game companies who may be in somewhat similar positions to start being more transparent with their employees about what's really going on. And, and look, if that is, if that is the knock on effect of this, then good. 
You know what I mean? Any any posi- any positive industry change that can be gleaned from this studio closure is probably the best we can hope for, honestly. Right. So. And finally, uh, <laughs> <coughs> excuse me. Uh, Nintendo allows cloud saves. Um, the grace period of six months. Great. It's weird how you know a week after everyone bitched and moaned, they're like, "Oh, guys, we figured out a way to make it work." Wee! Like, I'm sure, I'm sure there are online engineers working round the clock to make sure that uh, <laughs> that such a thing could 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 happen. Jeez, yeah, I mean nice. it. It says um, basically, as soon as your online membership expires, you won't be able to access the cloud. Uh, the cloud saves, but you know, we're not going to delete them for six months. Like which, unless which you go a fine. full six months without the subscription, um, then, then your saves won't be like completely erased. So, which is totally fine by the way. Like that's, yep. that's PlayStation's policy. Um, I don't know what the fuck Microsoft does, but I would imagine it's probably pretty similar, but yeah, the, the hard stop of as soon as your subscription runs out, your cloud saves are gone. was a little bit, uh, a fucking little wild. extreme. Like, yeah. So. Come on. Yeah. I mean, I think what it boiled down to is that, um, sort of as this story said, the original wording on, like, the Switch Online FAQ was sort of, like, unclear about whether stuff would be deleted. It was just sort of like, once your subscription expires, you can't access these saves anymore. And just, like, didn't really make any sort of mention as far as whether or not the saves would be, like, completely gone or not. So now we know. I refuse to believe Nintendo would have poor messaging around an online service in any way, <laughs> shape, or form. That just doesn't seem plausible to me. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> hey, it's fine. I still haven't signed up for it yet. Neither have I. It's fine. Neither have I. So I haven't, I, I haven't had to. the need. Exactly. Exactly. So. All right. Well, that's uh, that's it for headlines this week. Uh, real quick before we get to top stories, go to densepixels.com slash Amazon whenever you have to buy anything off Amazon, big or small, because you will pay the same low prices on Amazon, but we get a small percentage of the sale. Listen, guys, Jeff Bezos doesn't have enough money. Or actually, no, let me reverse that around. Jeff Bezos has too much money, and you need to give some of the money that you were <laughs> going to give to Jeff Bezos to us instead. So like I said, the easiest way, densepixels.com slash Amazon. Use our Amazon link. Help contribute to the show. Thank you to those of you that have done it. And again, it's super easy. And the best part is, once you go there, you take you, you click the little address bar, you cl- you bookmark it, and then all you have to do is click the bookmark, and it works every time. So do it. Thanks for helping us out. Uh, I'm just going to quote Stu uh, from from the fan group in this because his take on this is probably the accurate one. The greatest first world problem in the history of video games has finally come to an end. Sony, at least for Fortnite, has torn down the wall. Uh, John Cadera. President and global CEO of Sony Interactive Entertainment posted in the PlayStation blog last week saying that following, quoting, following a comprehensive evaluation process, <laughs> Sony Interactive Entertainment has identified a path towards supporting cross-platform features for select third-party content. We recognize that PS4 players have been eagerly waiting an update, and we appreciate the community's continued patience as we have navigated through this issue to find a solution. So Fortnite is going to be the only game that is cross-play with all platforms. So if you've been on if you've been siloed on PlayStation 4, you'll now be able to play with all of your friends on Xbox One, PC, Android, I iOS. I don't play nobody on fucking PC. Uh, Fortnite is probably okay to do it. That's not like a hardcore like twitchy like Call of Duty style shooter. Uh, I beg to differ. So 
there was much rejoicing around this story in the gaming community last week. And everyone's like, wow, it's about time Sony did that. I can't believe it. I wonder what it took for them to pull down the wall. I guess they fought all the bad PR was finally what caused them to do it. Nobody mentioned the fact that they're probably getting paid a lot of money to do this. One would imagine. Probably, probably a very on the down low hush hush deal between them and Epic to compensate for some of the lost revenue that they're not going to see from items that are not purchased on the PlayStation store, but still able to be used on the PlayStation console. Why is no one mentioning that point? Yeah. Why, why do they think that Sony just finally caved to public pressure when they really didn't fucking need to, when there was no tangible negative effect on their business that, that anyone could see? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't play Fortnite. I've tried. (laughs) I've tried. I'm terrible at it. I mean, I could practice to get better, but I just don't. Whatever. Now everybody can play with each other. So let's. I mean, the the real question, Terrence, is can you do the floss? No, I cannot. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot do the floss. So the obvious question that needs to be asked from this story is is this now going to be the the first push of the snowball down the hill where now we are we are entering the utopia of cross-platform play across all games for all consoles for now until the end of eternity or is this just a one-off situation for fortnite hell no (laughs) (laughs) like absolutely not no it's just this thing is such a phenomenon i don't i personally still don't understand it but like look if everybody want to play with each other, fine. But this is not this is not the start of something, something bigger. I doubt it. I mean, I, I think first of all, you don't have to pay for this game, right? <laughs> it's free, so it's like. Eh. I mean, I think it'll boil down to like the individual game developers because obviously, not every game that's available on every platform has cross-play enabled. Um, it's it's up to the game. Fortnite is obviously the biggest that allows it, um, but it's not the only one that allows it. Um, I saw someone from Bethesda, Pete Hines, um, like sort of quote, tweet the PlayStation announcement. It was like, hey, a lot of people have asked us about it. Like, we are not enabling cross-play on Fallout 76. Like, that was never part of the plan. So... Sorry, you know, that's that's not in, in the cards for us specifically. Hang on. I, I, need, I need to pause on this specific point that you're making right now because I seem to remember Todd Howard and Pete Hines just a couple of months ago getting up on their fucking soapbox and talking about, well, well if you don't enable crossplay in the future, then perhaps you will not be able to participate in our games in the road. But now they're like, oh, sorry, we can't do it, guys, even though uh, Sony's uh, looks like they're on board now, but uh, we weren't ready for that to happen. So, our bad. Really? Really, Pete Hines? Really? Come on. Fuck out of here. Let me see if I can find this tweet. <sighs> Ridiculous. That's unbelievable. Dude, if, if they really fucking... Because like I said, I, I know Todd Howard likes to go in on Sony as much as possible because he's upset that well, they wouldn't let all the mods on there for Fallout 4 and, and Elder Scrolls Special Edition. And they, they won't let crossplay happen even though we want to do it for Xbox and PC and all this other crap. But it, so, so you're going you're gonna to fucking make that statement and then be like, and Sony's like, hey, crossplay is a possibility now. And, and, and all of a sudden you're like... Oh, you kind of caught us flat-footed, guys. Sorry. I don't, yeah, don't so um, he originally was just sort of like, well done, Sony. And then he said, folks, 
chill, I work with a lot of devs and games for whom this is important going forward. Fallout 76 does not support crossplay for a number of reasons, probably because it would fuck up their whole program. Um, <laughs> uh, I have no idea if it ever will. I assure you it is not on our radar right now as we focused on beta and launch. Hmm. I guess, I guess Bethesda just doesn't like to cater to the whims of the gaming crowd and public and what they want. So. Hmm. We'll, start, we'll start throwing that at them. <laughs> since that's since that they threw us so so fuck off on all that well in in any case as as i as my original point was it's it's going to be up to the devs you know if if sony is sort of going to allow it to start happening um i sort of hope they leave it up to the to the developers at the end of the day oh i'm i'm on the side of terrence with this one this this is going to be a very very case-by-case basis that they that they enable this with it's not going to be just any game that can do this is they're going to reserve it for what's the other the game that one? did like cross cross platform was it um Minecraft. rocket league no, it well, was rocket, Ro- league. rocket league did it i don't think you can play xbox and ps4 right no you cannot do yeah. that yeah. um minecraft's the other big one right now yeah. too so and you still can't do cross play with that for not PS4. yet not yet and that's fucking minecraft <laughs> like come on I mean, yeah. we'll see. Like, if, like if Sony says yes to that, then the ball's gonna be in Microsoft's court because they're the ones that own the fucking thing. So, yeah, oh yeah, that's right. So we'll see how that goes. According to them, they're they're all for it, but yeah, it's might be because they uh, kind of need to be. Um, the last big top story this week. This was just announced today. Uh, so we talked about Project Yeti a couple months ago, the Google streaming service that was rumored but not confirmed by Google. Uh, well, that has ended today. They have announced Project Stream. Uh, it is a streaming service, and it is going to allow you to stream full-fledged fucking high-asset games in a Google Chrome Internet Browser tab and play them. And if you're asking, well, when is this going to roll out? Well, you don't have to wait too long. Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which releases this coming Friday, is going to be the first game that Project Stream will let you play. Now, just not anybody will do it. Um, right now, there's a beta, there's sign-up for beta testing going on. Uh, you have to sign up for it. Uh, apparently, they're looking for folks that have internet speeds of 25 megabits per second or higher to participate in the test. Uh, but if you get in, you can check it out. The whole point is to make it so that all of the computing, all of the processing is done on the back end on Google servers, and all your web browser is doing is streaming the game to your computer screen. What do you guys think about this? What kind I'm, of rig do you need for that? <laughs> well, that's, yeah. the, that's the whole point, Terrence. Is the whole point is that you won't need a, a crazy rig because your computer's not doing any of the processing. You're yeah. just streaming it. Uh, hmm. I want to point to the very first comment on, or like the top comment as of this podcast on the story, which asks, if this is somewhat successful and develops beyond this point, I wonder if the next big milestone is to extend this capability to a new Chromecast. Playing on a laptop or PC is one thing, but playing on your TV in competition with the main consoles, that could be huge. Yeah. I think that's my question on this as well, so... Uh, the the big question that I have is the same thing that uh, Jason Schreier, who wrote this article, talks about. Um, input lag and latency are going to be kind of a big deal when it comes to this. And if you can't get that sorted out, if you can't figure that out, um, it doesn't matter how well the game runs. Uh, that's that's the deal breaker, yep. basically. That's the deal breaker. So we'll have to see. I'm I, but I'm very very interested to see. Um, what the beta tests 
for this for this is going to look like. Um, and again, we we don't have long to wait at all. We get to, we'll get to see the first uh, the first examples of this out in the wild uh, starting this Friday. So uh, if, if you're in our fan group uh, and uh, or if you're not just your fan group, if you're a listener uh, and you've gotten a chance to play this, let us know because um, I'd be curious to hear your thoughts. Again, densepixels.com slash fans uh, to comment in there. Um, but yeah, so, th- but this could be, this could be huge if they can get it figured out and if they could do it, um, do it well, this could be, this could be a huge, um, happening in the games industry for sure. So that is it for headlines. Like I said, it's a slow news week, but because we've been slacking, because we haven't posted a question week in a couple weeks, I thought that it would be a great time to ask you people what you wanted us to talk about. So that's it. It's what do you people want? I will turn it over to Carrie, who will read cool. your responses. Cool. Uh, Justin starts us off with, let's talk about that sweet new logo. Yes. Uh, if you if you missed it, um, we have a new logo for Dense Pixels. This, this has been something um, that has been in the works for over two years. Um, yeah. <laughs> it did not take two years to design that logo, obviously. Uh, it took two years to get figured out uh get basically get us in the queue because obviously when we when they did the the rebranding for tnp studios that took priority first as it should um and then of course jay had to up and move and rebuild the studio and all that other jazz so so the dense pixels logo got kind of shoved off to the side uh but it is it is uh, it is done now um check it out uh we like it quite a bit it is uh we, we had a lot of submissions sent to us and and by far amongst us this was the the cream of the crop uh right from the get-go so we dig it um it's cool and uh yeah so that's that's the deal with the new logo i like it a lot uh this is i think exclusively a brad question Uh, (laughs) gustavo asks can tottenham hot spurs get out of the group of death in the champions league gustavo great question i can always rely on you for uh tottenham hotspur question of the week questions coming in um first of all the group that spurs are in is not a group of death uh i'm gonna pull up the champions league groups right now (laughs) um so and and i say this because Tottenham and Barcelona are easily the top two teams in the group bar none. It's not even close. Uh, even though Tottenham did lose to Inter uh, in very heartbreaking fashion the first time that we played them in the group stage. But no, this is not the group of death. The group of death in the Champions League uh, is probably going to be, I'm scrolling through right now, uh, that would probably be group C, which has Liverpool, Napoli, uh, Paris Saint-Germain and Red Star Belgrade. That's the death group. Uh, that's the group I'm glad we avoided. Um, I think we'll be fine in Group B. I think it'll be fine. I think we'll make it through the knockout round. And uh, and I have no worries. Cool. Okay. Did you did you guys understand a single word of what I said during Not, that? During no, that no. Thing? Okay. It's fine. I didn't think so. So. <laughs> uh, Ricky asks Destiny talk. How's the grind treating you so far? I had my first two exotic armor pieces drop last night within two hours of each other. Phoenix Protocol chess piece and the Controverse hold gauntlets dropped for my warlock. Only only exotic weapon to drop for me so far is the Lord of Wolves, though. I don't play Destiny. I was going to say, Carrie, I was going to let you take this first. uh, (laughs) (laughs) And and then the Terrans as well. Um, I'll keep it brief because I've talked a bunch about Destiny the past weeks. Uh, The grind is fun. 
Uh, it feels like there's a reason to log in every single day again, which hasn't really been the case since Destiny 1. Um, but I've been having very poor luck with exotics. I've gotten six exotic drops so far, and every single fucking one of them has been a Destiny 1 weapon or piece of armor. I've not gotten a single <laughs> Forsaken exotic drop aside from the ones that I've gotten from uh, the quests. That's it. So all I have still is Ace of Spades and Chaperone, and that's it. So <laughs> Destiny realizes they the Bungie did say that that was an issue. Um, they they realized that the that the the cycles or the um the drop rates are not working the way they wanted them to. So apparently they're going to make it so that the odds are in your favor that you'll get something new. When you get an exotic drop now, I mean, you still might get a duplicate, but it's going to be more likely to be a new one. So anytime they want to make that happen would be fantastic. <laughs> so, but it's been, it's been great. I've, I've really been enjoying it still. So cool. Terrence, you don't play destiny. Do you? No. Okay. Uh, Brandon asks, what's the best game you played only because it was free. So a PS plus or a games with gold. Well, I'll let you guys take this first. <laughs> Oh, I play everything if it's free. Um, best game? And my memory's terrible. Couldn't tell you. <laughs> like, I honestly have no idea. What's, what's, what's the game you played the most that was free? Do you think that was free? God damn. What, was it? Was it Neverwinter Nights? Maybe. Neverwinter's fun. Yeah, it may have been Neverwinter Nights. Um, ew, man. I mean, here's the thing for me: is I don't have PlayStation Plus. <laughs> Because I don't play games online, so I don't I don't need it. Um, like as far as a game that like I played because it was free or because like it was given to me and I didn't pay for it. Um, I don't know, man. I got mobile games. Pokemon Ghost technically free, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I don't know. It's a t- it's, it's a tough one for me too because. I, I typically don't play stuff that I don't have an interest to play, whether it's free or not. Um, the best game that I've played that was free. That's really fucking hard. Um, uh, that, I, that's yeah, it's I, I can't I can't think of what it is because I can't think of think a game of all that the I've, free games that have come out on like games with gold. You know what? Rocket League. Um, I probably would never have bought. If if it, they didn't make it free when it released on PS4 right away, and uh, Rocket League is a fun game to to lose yourself in. It is. I played. Sure. Tw- I paid twenty bucks for it though. Yeah, I'm, I, I, I'm glad I did not pay for it, but uh, it, it, or because I, I wouldn't have. Um, but getting to play that has been has been solid. So that's that's probably my my answer is Rocket League. Nice. Um. Andy says, we have a Super Nintendo classic, and all Hank wants to play is Kirby's Dream Course. Help. <laughs> Hank, of course, is... Um, Hank has a great taste. Kirby's Dream Course is great. Listen, Hank normally does have great taste. He is, after all, the senior hot dog correspondent for the Look Forward <laughs> political podcast. Uh, a hot dog connoisseur, if you will. Um, my wife likes Kirby's Dream Course. Uh, I do not. Kirby is awful. All of his games are awful. What? And he is an awful character. What? He's just a blob. <laughs> I've never felt so betrayed. Carrie, listen. Kirby's great. This is this is false. This is a falsity that you speak. 
much like your slander against one of the greatest characters Yoshi. in Nintendo history, the beautiful green dinosaur Yoshi, who gets whacked in the back of the head to make him eat berries. Okay, so this is wow. going to have to be the question of the week for next week, is who is the superior Nintendo character, Kirby or Yoshi? There's no way and it's not Yoshi. explain yourself why. There's no way it's not Yoshi. I, I, I depend on the masses to descend Kirby upon clearly this clearly the superior character. Look, if they if they had a Yoshi's mini golf game, it would it would destroy Kirby's Dream Course. That is completely incorrect. It would destroy Kirby's Dream Course. No. <laughs> It'd be awful. False. In any case, Andy, keep encouraging him to play Kirby so that he grows up with good taste. Uh moving on, Malcolm asks <laughs> How are you liking Gambo? Also, Terrence is murking everybody in Dragon Ball Fighters. How is 17? And Brad, why are you hating on Lashley? Let him be our black champ. <laughs> well, I guess you're going to start from the beginning. I don't know what the hell a Gambo is. Nope. G- Gambo is Gambit. In oh, Gambit. Yes. Uh, Gambit is very fun. I was playing Gambit before we started recording. Carrie had to watch me play the last, uh, the last 10 minutes of a Gambit match. Talking to, the, talking to silence because I couldn't hear because I had my other headset on because I was playing yep. the game. Uh, Gambit's great. I love Gambit. It's fantastic. Um... Yeah, it's awesome. Terrence, how is 17 in Dragon Ball Fighters? 17 is, um, he is a little more complex than most of the characters. Uh, he's got, he's a record character. You know what a record character is, like, uh, Fei Long, and, um, that's the first one that comes to mind. Uh, I'm not a fan of that. It's wow. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay. I'm not, oh, I'm yeah. not, I am not good enough to play. Yeah, so like him being a record character automatically, and he's got so many different like avenues to take with it. Like he, you can do whatever you want with the record. Um, he's fun to play. You just have to put the time in to figure out how to use him in a game that people shoot fireballs and just his normals are not great. Um, he's tough, but he's fun. He's a good character. Like he's really good. I can definitely see uh, Sonic Fox pick him up. So you know that means he's good because he only uses like cheap characters. But that's neither here nor there. Um, he's fun. I mean, I played. I played you with him, Malcolm. You played him. You <laughs> <laughs> played against him. Um, I like him. I'm, he's going to be my second. Like right now, I'm using Base Goku, which is he's terrible. Base Goku is awful. Uh, he's probably going to be my second main, and I'm just trying to find a third. Well, it's a good thing um, that they have 27 other versions of Goku that you can, <laughs> that you can draw right. from. I think there's like five fighters. versions of Goku in that game. It's fucking ridiculous. But he's so fine. Like you've, got, you've got regular Goku, you've yeah. got Super Saiyan Goku, you've got yeah. Super Saiyan Blue Goku, you've yeah. got Pink Goku, you've yeah. got Goku Black, and you've got Bardock. No, Goku Black and Pink Goku are the same person. Okay. Oh, yeah. you've got uh, Bardock. Bardock is one of who's the basically characters. Goku. Is pops, I think. He's just old Goku. <laughs> He's old Goku. Doesn't have a. <laughs> he doesn't have a um, a, a Kamehameha. But he's like, like top three in the game. Bardock. He's so fucking good. It's, it's obnoxious how good he is. Can't stand that nigga. But he's good. Um, <laughs> like, um, but yeah, there's like 12 just, just different... Just with regards to like me being like a fan of DBZ at large, that's the funniest fucking thing I've heard anybody ever say about Bardock. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and then you've got like the five different... Um, uh, who's the other guy? Vegeta. Vegeta? Yeah. 
That's my husband. There's like three or four of them. Um, what's the difference? The game's character, huh? So what's the difference? They do actually. They have different moves. They have base Vegeta. They have Super Saiyan Vegeta. They have Super Saiyan Blue Vegeta. Blue Vegeta. I think that's it, actually. I think that's it. Yeah. yeah that's it. It's three of those. Um, yeah, Goku was the. They all, got all this. All, all I hear is Ryu, Evil Ryu, Ken, Violent <laughs> Ken. Like that's 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 all I'm that's all I'm hearing when you're saying that right now. Yeah. It, it, like surprisingly enough, they all play different. Like they they actually they genuinely play different. I will t- I will take guy. your word for it. Yeah, I believe you. it's fun. Though. I enjoy him. I, I, back to seventeen. He's fun. You just got to put time in to use him. He's not a pick up and play character at all. Um, why do I hate on Lashley, Malcolm? I can think of no wrestler less remarkable than Bobby <laughs> Lashley. Damn. I'm serious. When he left WWE back in 2008, <laughs> I think it was. Nobody cared, and then when he came back in 2018, again. Nobody cared, and it, it's it, it's he's taking opportunities off of my plate, off of my plate because, and that's why I had to go beat him up. It, it's it says a lot about Lashley and who he is as a character. When pairing him up with Leo Rush makes him more interesting than he's ever been in his entire Leo career. Rush. Leo Rush is a young man uh, in the WWE. He's a very athletic individual and i'm not saying that is coded language he is he does crazy <laughs> flips and he does he he does things in a wrestling ring that are very very acrobatic and he's and he's very good he's also got the gift of gab um and they've paired him up as a manager and also to give leo rush uh some exposure in the business as well uh and he he and lashley are a great pair and they're very interesting um leo rush would be further ahead than he is except he shit talked emma on Twitter when she got fired and he kind of got um, doghoused for a while because of that. Mm. But he's, but he's on the main roster now and uh, he makes Lashley interesting, which no one can ever say about Lashley ever previous to this point, <laughs> because previous to this point, the most notable thing he did was fight on the side of the current president of the United States in a battle against Vince McMahon. He did. He did. He really did. So, Donald Bobby Lashley likes Donald Trump. Another reason not to be in I the was, corner. Of Bobby I was Lashley. watching a, an interview with uh, the Undertaker of all people um, earlier today, and he was talking about um, what what you have to have to make it in the WWE, if you will. He says like the moves are second to the character itself. I've never really watched Lashley wrestle, but that that nigga is boring. <laughs> like, <he's just> <laughs> Like he doesn't have any. He does his character is just kind of like, and I think that's why Malcolm likes it because he don't like black. He don't black black wrestlers with a with a gimmick. He just likes niggas name like Jamal. <laughs> like that's it. Like that's it. And like and they can't have a gimmick or it's the Coonan. I get it, Michael. I'm Malcolm. Like yeah, like Vince may be a little bit of a racist, but at the same time, you, know, you got to entertain me at the same goddamn time. Like he's just boring. Before we move on, also, and and we're we're all going to get, get have to get used to this as the Undertaker starts retiring. But it is weird to hear yeah, that yeah. dude do a regular interview <laughs> as Mark fucking Calloway. It was bizarre. I was like, <laughs> at, he didn't have like any like even in the in his WWE interviews when he's doing regular interviews, he's still putting on a slight voice. Like he wasn't putting on any kind of voice or nothing. That's like the a weirdest, regular white that's dude. That's the weirdest part. That's right the now. weirdest part when you hear him not doing the Undertaker voice because because you didn't realize that he was doing a voice yeah, for, like for thirty even years in the interviews when he's not really putting a lot of emphasis on the voice, but he's just slightly doing the voice. Like he wasn't putting it on at all, and I was thrown 
all the way the fuck off. I'm like, oh, that's what you really sound like? You sound like a regular white dude. That's weird. This is creeping me out. Do your regular voice or your, your wrestling voice. But no, it was, it, was, it was a really good interview. But yeah, I, I agree with him 100%. Well, he's been doing it for 30 years. So he knows what he's talking about. But yeah. So on the topic yeah. of, of wrestling, I feel like it's important for me to note that I was at Bateman's a couple weeks ago and Monday Night Raw was on and it was wing night. And I got super invested in what was happening in Monday Night Raw, <laughs> man. Like, just in general? Or yeah, just, just like in, in, in general. Um, the match that I really enjoyed watching was like the fucking Ronda Rousey match where like she was getting like her tail kicked by the, a group of three very hot topic goth looking girls. And then like the Bella sisters came in and I was like, I'm about this. Like I don't I don't understand what's happening, but I'm about it. I'm I'm here for it. So we'll see if that becomes a regular thing. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have yeah. we'll have you on for the Survivor series review okay. in November. So Yeah, no, I'll I'll watch that if I have a means to watch it. You can come over here and watch it because like Fuck I said, yeah, it'll it'll I'll be here. That. So and that'll be hilarious. Good. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know that guy in the pink. I don't know going on i i might live comment that actually like that might <laughs> that might be something that's that's worth a live commenting just your reaction to watching survivor series happen <laughs> okay so no, we'll see. i'm i'm into it um moving on uh eric asks terrence if you were to come upon a switch what games would you buy hopefully pokken tournament so we can go hand to hand or claw to claw lol the hell is pokken tournament this is the Pokemon Tekken Pokemon Tekken, basically. Oh, oh. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> no. No? Um, the Zelda game. I've, I've wanted to play the Zelda. Like, I have, but I don't have a Switch. And I'm not buying a Switch. Um, what else? I'll <clears> lend you my Wii Mario. Possibly Mario. Because um, apparently that's really fun. What else is on the damn thing? I don't even you got, know. You got you got, you got your Mario Karts, shit, right? But no, you got your got your Donkey Kong Countries. I'm Donkey good. Kong Country is good. Um, got your Mario got your Kart. got your Splatoons on Splatoon? there. Just that's just out of GP alone. Fuck no, <laughs> no. <laughs> you got your Dragon Ball Fighters on there. I already have that on. Uh, you pick it up for for Switch as well. You start uh, wrecking dudes on yeah. in their online. I can't imagine I can't people imagine. playing on Switch are, are legit. So <laughs> I can't uh, imagine Octopath Traveler. That's that RPG, right? Yeah. That you, yes. you just like was like fuck this. At the boss. end, yeah. I mean, yeah. I was I was in it like right until the final final bullshit end yeah, boss, and then I was like, he was like, nah, fuck this. I don't need this in my life either. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, there's really not m- those two games. Um, I don't care about uh, Mario Kart. I don't really care about Brawl, honestly, or um, whatever the hell it is, Smash Brothers. I never played it. Um, it really isn't a lot. Like, I'm not a big Nintendo guy, if you guys don't know that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> their, their characters do nothing for me. They did when I was five, but not anymore. I didn't grow up. I didn't. I so didn't, Ter- I didn't Terrence was five, and then he became an adult at the age of six, and all of a sudden, all of his women yeah. had disappeared forever. So, is there a punch out on there? Not yet. <laughs> no. Okay. Cool. Uh,. Amir says, talk about how Caddyshack isn't a good movie and is not funny. I don't like this at all. <laughs> I don't like this not funny, yeah. at all. I did not comment that thread because it was already too far gone by the time I saw it. <laughs> but you guys are all wrong. 
All of know. you are wrong. I think no, it was like the majority of everybody was like, it was a great movie. I think it's a perfectly okay movie. Uh, I don't think it's consistently funny throughout. I don't think it has stood the test of time in the same fashion that other com- uh, comedic films of the era have. And it's not the best sports comedy because Major League is the best sports comedy. I love you. You know, you know that I love Major League as much as anybody does. But I feel like your baseball bias <laughs> is invading on that opinion a little bit. Caddyshack, Dude, I don't even like Charlie Sheen that much. Like, he's good. It's that, just though. a better movie. Like, Caddyshack is awesome. And I'm not surprised to hear Amir have a poor movie take because, after all, Amir's favorite James Bond film is Die Another Day. Unequivocally, <laughs> the worst James Bond movie of all time. So, but the point is, Caddyshack is excellent. Ted Knight from Green Acres is an asshole, which you don't expect because Ted Knight's a nice guy and always played a nice guy character on TV. He's one of the the best part about that movie. He's one of the top 20 movie assholes of all time. Rodney Dangerfield is playing Rodney Dangerfield. Like (laughs) that's, that's that's what you can expect. Um, It's Chevy chase kind of enter. It's, it's Chevy chase entering the height of his, of his prime, which was the 80s, the early eighties. It's Bill Murray before his prime started. Like you get to see raw Bill Murray. You can see Bill Murray still trying different shit out and, and doing different stuff. Um, it's it's yeah, fucking I don't like awesome. Chevy Chase. I think that's my problem is like, I've never really cared for Chevy Chase that much. His character is kind of interesting. Like he's like, like this independently like wealthy Murray. guy. I like Bill Murray a lot. I think Bill Murray is better in Stripes than he was in Caddyshack. Well, that's because in Stripes he was, he had the starring role. In Caddyshack, he was just a, a bit part. Yeah, I get, I mean, like, I don't know. It's fine. It's a fine movie. It's not the worst. It's not the best. It is fine. I love Caddyshack, and I will not apologize for it. It ain't funny. I guess it's supposed to be a comedy, right? It is. Yeah, yeah it's not. But that's not my type. I guess Here's that's the thing. not my type of comedy. It's very so. much a white person comedy. That's also oh, fair. Either. That's also fair and true. That's fair and true. But Jay likes it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that says more about Jay than it does about the movie. I don't understand that fucking movie. I don't understand why people think it's hilarious. It's not. But it, that's whatever. That's fine. I never thought it was funny. And that's not, a, that's, that's not something. He said he just recently watched it. Um, I think. But yeah, I've, I've seen it a couple times. I'm like, yo, this shit ain't funny. Yo. Like, turn this off. Let me watch like The Last Dragon or Coming to America or something. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but so, I'm, I'm going to put it to you this way. Movies. Every every single time I go golfing, someone someone always says, I'll, <laughs> I'll bet she's sliced into the woods. And whoever's on the tee has to say, there's no gambling at Bushwood, sir, and I never slice. And inevitably, the ball will go off to the side. And I said, hey, you can owe me. Yo, that ain't funny. But you have to be <laughs> like, there, Terrence. The you have to be there. That's, no, no. Mm, okay. Sure. It's eminently the, quotable. <laughs> The, the, the only good thing about that movie was, well, we're waiting. We're waiting. <laughs> In any case, moving on. Uh, Cam asks, how excited are you guys for Undertaker versus Triple H in Australia this weekend? Stone Cold is apparently the guest ref and Kane and HBK will be there as well. 1998 is back, y'all. I don't like this at all. <laughs> their last match supposed to be like forever like never yes, again it was supposed to be the end of an era so the so, so they called it now it. never whatever the fuck they branded it 
there is some there is some dramatic irony going on right now where in in 1998 WCW was riding on the backs of old WWF stars and WWF pulled ahead in the Monday Night Wars and ultimately won the damn thing by developing and and pushing new talent. And there's something ironic about 20 years later they're now relying, and, and granted, this is for one show. This is not. This is not like a, a ongoing storyline that's going to persist in WrestleMania. But they're relying on old talent to <laughs> to drive them to a huge gate at this giant stadium in Australia. I I don't care. The match is not going to be good. Undertaker is really old. If you've seen <laughs> any of his matches lately at WrestleMania. Against you know Roman Reigns, against squashing John Cena, Shane McMahon, you realize Undertaker is just not the guy that he used to be, and that's okay. He is fifty three, fifty one years old. He's fifty three years old at this point, Terrence. My mother's age. He's fifty three, so I'm not expecting him to be okay. Triple H can still go. I'm not worried about Triple H. What I don't need is the inevitable tag team match that's apparently going to spawn from this, where DX is going to go up against Kane and the Undertaker. Shawn Michaels is coming back to wrestle, even though he's been a really good guy not wrestling for the last eight years because he cared, but apparently they're getting so much money from the fucking Saudis to do this second show in Saudi Arabia that he's like, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go get paid. So. Hmm. You know how much money they're making off of this, this second Saudi Arabia show from what I heard? $43 million. Christ. So if you're wondering why WWE's been doing a couple shows in Saudi Arabia this year, that's fucking they got money to fucking burn. They do. So, like, is like Stone Cold just done? Yeah, he's not wrestling anymore. Completely. Yeah, I want to see him wrestle one more time. Man. He doesn't want. That's to. the one person I like. I know he doesn't want to, but that's what I I would actually be invested in seeing him wrestle one more time, just to see him. It's been fucking like how long is he? What was the last time he wrestled? Like he, twelve years. He, he yeah he he never he when he when he retired he was yeah, he was done. like nope I'm done yeah, he was he was <laughs> done done he meant it. <laughs> So it's been yeah. 15 years. Yeah. Wow. Shit. All right. Good on him. Kept his fucking word. Uh, all right. Michael asks, uh, so Capcom has made a new dense pixels fighting game. What is your signature move? Why is Jack the final boss? I want to answer the second question first. Jack is the final boss because the final boss needs to be someone who you would never expect. And I don't think Jack has been on a TNP studio show since like February. So it would be super unexpected for him to show up at the very end of a TNP fighting game. Right? So I'm saying it has to be a character that you have no real connection to to be the final boss. Of the right? fighting game, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I feel like my signature move would be like throwing something Nintendo related. <laughs> like a fucking old Nintendo. Controller. It would be like it would be like a randomized thing, right? And like a heavier item would obviously do a lot more damage. But sometimes it would just be like a Game Boy Color cartridge, or like a light gun. You actually shoot yeah. a light a laser out of your light gun. <laughs> fucking gray and orange light gun. Um, what the fuck? I don't know. Huh? What was the question again? So Capcom's made an event. Well, what, what, what's, what's your signature, signature move in a fighting signature? game? Oh man, Ter- Terrence destroys you with general apathy and and dislike. <laughs> <laughs> Just uh, I don't know. I don't know what my signature move would be in a. You literally game. like turn. You literally stop everything, turn and walk away, and the other person takes damage. 
Yeah, I would do like what? Oh, you didn't you didn't play Yakuza two when the dude was like, "Yo, I want to I want to take pictures of you with your shirt off," <laughs> and Kiri was like, "No, no. <laughs> like fuck off, like no, nah, I'm good." That 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 was so funny to me because I'm like, and he just spoke to my soul in that scene. This shit was so funny. Um, Kerry, I don't know what your signature movie. I don't, I don't, I don't know what your signature movie would be. I do know that you would have a wide variety of DLC outfits that you could purchase for your character. Yes. In order to, uh, <laughs> I, I don't, don't have, have one. Really. I really don't know. I don't know what mine would be. I'll, you guys, you guys can tell me what my signature movie would be. I have no clue. Yeah. I don't. I, I feel like it would have to be something like sports related. Like you would get like a huge power up by unleashing the fury. <laughs> uh, that went over my head. It's a Capitals reference. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got nothing. I have no clue what my what my signature move would be. Yeah, I probably wouldn't just be like I'm. I'm done. I don't want to fight anymore. Fuck off. <laughs> like wait, what? That's that 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 that'd be that'd be that'd be like your ultra, like just yeah. like like your match ender combo. <laughs> there you go. And, and why is Jack the final boss? That's funny. Yeah. Uh, I don't play Smash, so I don't care about this one. Yeah. So uh, the next one's from Johnny, who says pick three for Smash. Um, I'm I'm going Banjo with Kazooie, uh, Crash Bandicoot, and uh, Leon Kennedy. Um, it is Smash. So I will go with uh, the Battle Toads. They can all three be in there. That's fine. Um, <laughs> Crash seems seems appropriate. And uh, what the fuck? Let's throw a wild card in there. Let's go with Tracer as the third character. Oh, word! All right. Yeah. Why not? Um, Reginald says, uh, "Talk about your expectations of the next gen consoles." I've got to be honest with you, Reginald. I have no clue what to expect from next generation consoles because we're in a very weird state where the the technology of our current generation game consoles is sort of on par with the technology of the way that you interact with them at this point. Like 4K is the top, you know, top resolution TVs that are generally on the market. There is 8K. But no one fucking has that right now because they're still ungodly expensive. Um, you know, Internet is they take advantage of online services as best as they fucking can yeah. um, with with the speeds that the, of the Internet that we have right now. Um, you know, processing always gets faster, so it'll have better processing and GPUs will always get faster. So it'll do that as well. Um, but, yeah, it's hard. It's hard to really quantify what a next gen PlayStation or next gen Xbox um would really look like i i I think more i think what's going to change in the next generation more so is how games are delivered um especially if streaming continues to be something that companies are focusing on and if it's successful uh we might see something a a more greater emphasis and shift towards that uh but yeah as far as what the hardware is going to be and as far as what that's going to look like i've got no idea so this is going to be more powerful um it's going to have all of the bells and whistles as like it's basically going to be a set top box, but that's what they are now. But I don't know what else you add to it to make it any better outside of just graphical power. Right. Mm-hmm. Like what, what else can you add? Like I use, I, I, I literally use my PS4 for everything. Yep. Or my Xbox one. Like I use it for everything. I use it to watch television. Like I'm I, I canceled the PS, the PlayStation view 
but like I'm probably going to pick it back up once I like repackage my cable, uh, once I repackage my internet. I literally use that one box for everything. So it's funny because that's what that's what um, Xbox wanted. That's what Microsoft wanted you to do with the Xbox One when it first released. But they forgot the whole game section of, of, of that presentation. Um, so, yeah, it's funny. That's, that's actually really interesting because PlayStation was like games, 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 games. But they rolled everything out after the games. So they bo- both boxes did the exact same thing. This is a PlayStation that's more exclusives. And Microsoft is just kind of floundering right now because they don't know what the fuck they want to do. Um, but, yeah, I, it's just going to be one box to do everything. Yep. As it already is. Just stronger. More powerful. Uh, I don't really have anything to add to that. Um, I mean, as someone who has a gaming PC and a PS4, I'm not really wanting for anything as far as power is concerned. Um, I typically leave uh, my PS4. Like, I really only buy exclusives for the system. Like, if it's available on PC, I'm buying it on PC yeah. because my PC can run it better than my PS4 can. Um and otherwise, I, I have the Switch, um, which I don't know if it's fair to consider it truly next-gen, but it's certainly, a I would say, a next-gen idea to have the, the hybrid system, um, you know, a, a very powerful portable that, you know, runs games fine on, on a television screen, and then you can take the whole damn thing with you. So, I don't know. Uh, it's... It seems very much like a, a too soon to tell at, at this point. So, in any case, um, Chris asks, did you guys ever touch on the Devil May Cry 5 microtransaction debacle? We did not talk did. about that. Uh, Terrence, no. you're the one that has the most skin in this game. As far um, as I don't care, actually, because I'm not going to buy any. I'm not going to buy the little... Because it's basically just buying, hey, you can just buy all the moves up front. Yeah, or you can just play like every other Devil May Cry game and unlock them as you go through the game. So, like, if you want to just if you want to like cheat, your, like, it's not necessarily cheating your way through the game. It's just unlocking everything early. Whatever. Are you worried? Are it's you worried that Capcom's going to slow progression because there's a paid mm-hmm. option? I said, are you I, worried that they're going to slow progression because there's a paid option? I doubt it. Not unless they make like the souls less. Um, if they unless they make the the moves cost more because there's only one way they can do that. Like, the game is the game. Like. You, you, there's nothing random about how um, Devil May Cry games are. Like everything is where it's supposed to be. Uh, depending on how well you do, you get more souls. If you um, get like S rank combos, you, you you acquire more souls. Or the soul statues are in the same place every single time you do a level, unless they start randomizing it and make maybe it's there one time and not there another. That would be fucked up. But if it's just the same game over and over again, like uh, it's, I'll I'll make my way through it and pick up all of the the. Um, the level, the, the combos and everything that you, you buy with the souls that you, you earn. I'm not going to pay. I like just out of general, per, like GP, I'm not paying to unlock moves with real money. I mean, if you want to, that's fine. I feel like that's taking a little bit away from the game, but whatever. And some people were like, hey, well, want this, like if you have leaderboards, want this like cheat the leaderboards? Like, no, you still got to be good. Like you can have all the moves. You eventually unlock all the moves anyway. But that's basically when you play through the game on a harder difficulty setting and you the whole thing is to get an S rank and to get through the level as fast as you can. That's how they score unless they change the scoring system. So some people, like it's not going to change the actual leaderboards. 
But again, if you want to run through the game in, in a weekend and you want to purchase everything, fine, go ahead. I don't, it's, it does, it's not going to affect my gameplay, so, but I don't care. If it was multiplayer and they could do that shit, no, fuck off. <laughs> that, would, that would be a problem. But um, I, I, don't, I don't really care. Here's what I'll say about Devil May Cry 5. Uh, Devil Trigger is a fucking banger. I haven't really paid attention to the song. Everybody seems to love it, but I'm it's, like, I don't. It's a fucking bop, man. Like, that's that's my new workout song. <laughs> just Devil Trigger on loop. I just don't like the designs of the characters. Like, Nero no? looks ugly. Huh? Nero? Nero's ugly. No, I in like a, him. Like, in this game? Yeah. I like him in this game more than I liked him in 4. Like, look he was wise? a tiny baby boy in four. <laughs> he look, he, they look, everybody grown. looks strange. They got that like Resident Evil looking thing going on because it's Capcom. And it's I don't really not, like it is Capcom. It's, it is it is Capcom. Yeah. So it's just strange. They just look it's like the design of them look a little weird. I don't know. They look closer to the DMC characters than they do like the original Devil May Cry games. And people couldn't stand that motherfucker. Like, I don't understand. Like, now all of a sudden everything is cool. Okay, cool. I mean, the Ninja Theory DMC. Yeah. They look closer to those characters than they do to the original game. So, I don't know. Now everybody's fine because it's Capcom, but that's whatever. Uh, Ken asks, uh, it's been a while since we've heard a GameStop story. Do you have anything recent? Old will work as well. Old almost got in a fight with three dudes and her mama once. <laughs> That's about it. Okay. They, they, they accused me of uh, breaking their system so I couldn't trade it in. Which mm. didn't make sense because I spent fucking 10 minutes trying to hook everything up. And then they were like, you broke it. I'm like, no, I didn't. And they were like, you'll see me outside. And I was like, you'll punch me out. Clock me out because I was about to go fight three niggas and their mama. <laughs> that was on Liberty Road. I, yeah, I mean, I kind of. <laughs> kind of that assumed. sounds, that there, sounds yeah, horrible, of course. I'll there give you one. You so, a few years ago, uh, I was taking over a new store, and that store was getting a remodel literally my first week there. So, mm-hmm. when they do remodels at a GameStop, it's an overnight affair. Uh, it's usually you and a few other store managers that are there, uh, mostly just to supervise and move stuff around as needed. Uh, but you're not I've doing any of the remodel too. Yeah, they're not. They're not fun. No. Uh, but the problem was that this store that I took over was a shithole. So the the plan was to do also which fix, one was it? Uh, Towson Marketplace, your old stomping grounds. <laughs> um, so the plan was to fix the store while the remodel was going on, since we were going to be there anyway. So the 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 night of the remodel. The crew comes and they start disassembling the old cash wrap and they and we start moving stuff around and organizing and all this other stuff. And so about two hours in, one of the guys from the crew comes up to me and he's like, we've got a problem. And I was like, what's the problem? He's like, well, he's like, unfortunately, there's this very flat but very specific cable that has to run underneath the floor from the power supply to the register because that's how you link data to your registers and we don't have the cable. So we can't finish the remodel tonight. So we're going to have to put it back together and come back tomorrow night. And when he said, put it back together, my literal response to him was, what does that mean? (laughs) Because what he was telling me, I could not believe at the time. 
So you had to put the cash wrap. They had they had the cash wrap almost fully disassembled. They had to reassemble the cash wrap. We had to put all of the drawers back in there, and then I had to 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 wrangle six more managers to come out the next night to stay overnight to finish this actual remodel gig. Which, by the way, got the cable. The guys that brought the equipment. Because that's it was their responsibility to have it, and they there's no way they could have gotten it until the next afternoon. So that was the story of the two night remodel. We were there, like I said, from like six to six to eleven on a Sunday, and then uh, we had to come back the next night. And I that the the actual finishing the remodel took until well into opening the next day. Uh, I left there at around one o'clock in the afternoon after starting at five o'clock the previous night. Uh, because the data guy to hook up all the computers and stuff like that and data uh, didn't show up until like 10 a.m., which is when the store was supposed to open. So, no. <laughs> like, you got to put it back together. I'm like, put what back together? <laughs> I was like, I, like we, we just, we just ain't going to be open tomorrow because I'm not putting shit. Yeah, I'm like, I'm not doing a goddamn thing. I'm deuces, nigga. I'm, I'm going. Like, so, yeah, we can, you can come back tomorrow. We can finish it then. The store will be closed for a day. So there's one for you. Sorry. I have a couple I have a couple quick hits and then one slightly longer one. Um I had someone poop on my floor once. Gross. <laughs> at Thousand Town Center. Um it was just we found a, a turd, just like one solid small turd. I imagine a kid like pooped and just like shook it out his leg. I don't know, man. It was just a poop. <laughs> um uh two also at Towson Town Center. Uh it was like slow night. I was the only one in the store and um, this woman comes in with her son and I was like, hey guys, like, what's up? How are you doing? And she was like, what's up? And I was like, yeah, what's up? Like, what? How are you doing? What's up? And she was like, I don't want my son learning street language like that. And I was like, (laughs) what? Look at me. Do I look like I'm on the streets? It's just, I was just like, yeah, that's how, that's I was like, you. yo, like we keep it kind of casual here. Like, it, it's okay, fine. Uh, and then when I was working at uh, Govins, um, I had a woman die outside of my store. Wow. Okay. Well, that uh, is... this was a unfortunately a uh, a homeless woman who. Uh, would sort of set up camp outside of the Starbucks there and she was very unpleasant and she would go into the Starbucks and yell at the baristas like a lot of homophobic slurs a lot of racist slurs and you know she got herself escorted out by cops on numerous occasions but there was one day where where I opened the store and I, I pulled up and it looked like she was sleeping on the bench. I had seen her do that before. So I was like, whatever. Um, and I went into Starbucks. I got my iced coffee. I walked right by her. She was, uh, she fell, she died sitting up on the bench outside the sport clips. Because uh, there's like an ambulance came up, like a bunch of cops showed up and one came in and was like, do you know anything about this woman who was sleeping or he, he was like, she's dead. And I was like, OK, like, uh, I didn't know. I was like, homeless lady. She yells a lot. And they were like, OK. And they left. And that was it. <laughs> but... Wow. Yeah. 
I remember there was another time when I was working and um, some dudes robbed the bank next door and the dye pack blew up in their face right in front of the store. <laughs> <laughs> that was funny. Uh, so there was like dye on the sidewalk for like weeks. Nice. Oh, good. Good times. Always, always good to have a have a good GameStop story. I feel like we could write a book of just like. I feel like every GameStop employee could probably write a book <laughs> yeah. about the fuckery that goes on goes yeah. on, whether it be outside, around, inside, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like Michael told us a story about how they got robbed Christmas Eve. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Cool. And the dude got on the bus and and just rolled out after robbing. The I store. never got held up. Like neither did I. I never had anyone like threaten me with anything. I think the worst customer interaction I had was like literally a guy came in was like, you look like a lesbian. And I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then he tried paying for a coffee. Then he tried paying for a copy of Madden with like obviously counterfeit money. Like you hold it and you're like, this is bullshit. And I was like, this is fake. And he was like, what? And I was like, it's fake. And I was like, I know it's fake. You know it's fake. Like, do you want me to get the pen and the scanner and, like, show you how fake it is? And he was just like, you're just mad because I said you look like a lesbian. And I was just like, can you just take your Monopoly money and get the fuck out of my store? Like. (laughs) (sighs) All right. Let's move on from this nonsense. Uh, Stuart asks, uh, has this been the best year in recent times for the release of games? Unless, of course, you have an Xbox. Uh, I thought last year was better. I th- I think that every year is better because I think when it comes to games, we all have a lot of recency bias when it comes to evaluating the quality of stuff. I think it's I think it's very easy to forget and move on from the stuff that we were all wowed by, and I and I don't think you can really truly evaluate the quality of a given year um, until you're a couple of years removed from it and see how those games have stood the test of time. That's fair. I think I think. Last year was better just because last year had um, what the Switch release. Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, that that, <laughs> that, that it, it had Breath of the Wild, Mario else, Odyssey, yeah. and then I also had Persona Five come out. So for me, last year was a lot better than this year. But yeah, for me, this year is far better because I played like five games last year. I've already played far more games <laughs> this year. So, you're, so you're saying you're actually going to have like an actual top ten? I might. Have, yeah, I'll have a top. Maybe not a top ten. Instead of instead of well, I mean it's that's gonna be better than just these are the five games that I played this year. Let me rank yeah, them in order from, from yeah, five to right. one. So <laughs> Yep. You are correct. Randy asks, what is your favorite move in a fighting game? I don't play fighters, so that is super vague. <laughs> I, I, I know I know no what idea. mine is. Uh mine is is Ken's uh jumping medium kick. Uh, because I love cross-ups, and that is the quintessential cross-up maneuver. That's so. <laughs> <laughs> moving. I play. You know, there's no way I can answer that question. No way, because it would have to be like some kind of super move, light cause... kick. I like uh... to space. <laughs> I got no. I, <laughs> I have no answer for that. I've played so many fighting games. Um, yeah, I got an answer for that. Couldn't tell you. Uh, Leonardo asks, how many tears would Terrence shed if Terrence could shed tears? Shed tears, goddammit. <laughs> what are you talking about? I don't believe that's true. Huh? I don't I believe that's true. It. I haven't seen you in the same room as a tear. <laughs> Look. <laughs> when, you, when you've been through as much as I've been through, yeah, you, you, you learn to 
they they're they're, they're, they're top commodity for me. <laughs> they're 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 like uh like gold. Okay. I don't I don't I don't know. I don't I don't I don't cry a lot. I don't. That's fine. Yeah. So like, like one. Three. Yeah, that's the three like, three tiers. <laughs> exactly three. <laughs> and then I'm good. And like the the third one is like you gotta sort of like strain a little bit to like <laughs> I gotta use blink it out. Eye drops. <laughs> yeah. Use some movies and shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh Dustin says fart noises and how to make different kinds. What? I I don't like toilet humor. You don't like making That's fart noises? Thing. No. I did when I was a kid. I never liked it. Not even as a child. <laughs> it's childish. So, so even as a three-year-old, you were like, no, I, again, I understand when you turned six and hit puberty <laughs> that you were just like, like nah, I'm done with like, this. But like Bathroom humor, that shit don't make me laugh. Yeah, That's why I'm nah. I mostly just like to blow raspberries like on my cat's bellies because they hate it. That's <laughs> it. That's where I'm at in my life is I make fart noises into my cats and because I'm a cat lady and like I said I, I I will blow farts into my son's Krelbo because he does enjoy that quite a bit so good wholesome wholesome <laughs> farts uh Virgil asks will the black on black cinema crew review no. I got the hookup <laughs> Well, we only have we only have one of the three of them on today, but uh, I mean, a, a definitive no from you. No, <laughs> you can ask the other two. They'll be if they if you want to have them do it. That's fine. I won't. I will be having <laughs> that episode. But Terrence will not be participating. No, I'm not 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 no shenanigans. Look, I like watching bad movies. That movie just makes me angry. I've seen it. It ain't good, and I don't even want to talk about it. <laughs> so no. <laughs> Shockingly, I have not seen it. I got the hook up yet. So. <laughs> it's a Master P movie. Do you know who that is? Oh, I do know who Master P is. Oh, I know who Master P is. Wait, what, what was his involvement in this film? He directed it. No, he didn't. I'm looking this up. What? Hang on a second. I, I have to look this up, too. I believe he, hooked, he directed it. Oh, no. Michael Martin. Oh, fuck that is. is he getting, no, a, he, is he no, getting he, a sequel? He, he did this. Screenplay. Sorry. Wow. I'm sorry. It, stars, it stars Master P, Ice Cube, and Sea Murder. Oh, this Ice is from Cube. the late 90s. I thought this might have been a recent film. Oh, hell no. Oh, okay. Nah, that no. looks like peak. Look at the cell phones they're holding in this picture. Yeah, this is 1998. <laughs> like, what are you? Wait, Ice Cube was not in this. He wasn't. Oh, yeah. He it's, was. it's, got a, it's got four stars out of 10 on IMDb. That's so. too many. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, Master P, AJ Johnson, Anthony Boswell, France. Uh, who? I don't know half these When people. you've got like multiple people on your cast list who do not have their own Wikipedia page, that's how you know you probably did. Yeah, succeed. when there when there's when there's no uh, when there's no that's headshots this far up on the cast list, that's not a that's not yeah. A, it's not a no, good it's, sign. It's, a, it's a hood classic. You got Mister Servon, Mystical is in there. Tiny Lister's in it. Yeah, makes, that makes uh, sense. Snoop Dogg, AJ Johnson. There you go. Y'all should watch it one day. I'm not gonna watch it. I absolutely. I, I. I'm not. No. I'm not. I don't need to wait. And this mysticals <laughs> in it. Look at that. There he yeah, is. The No Limit Soldiers in the movie. Oh, that doesn't surprise no me Limit. at all. Okay, yeah. that's them. I remember I used to go to school and I used to play that goddamn song all the fucking time with a boom. How the fuck they let a nigga with a boombox just walk around the school? I didn't understand that shit at all. But he was like 
he failed like three times. So they kind of just gave him like carte blanche. Well, as a failure. Randall's time was terrible. Anyway, <laughs> the, 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 as, the as another student of Baltimore County public schools, <laughs> I have to concur with you, Terrence. The the yeah. premise for this film is, is also dated by even by 1998 standards. I don't remember, I don't know. Uh, appa- apparently, two small. This is from IMDb directly. Two small time scam artists, black and blue, sell boom boxes and broken TVs from their van at the parking lot. When by mistake. A shipment of cellular phones gets to them. It doesn't take long before FBI and gangsters are after them. Because they got cell phones? Yeah. Just, like, in general. Yeah, this was 20 years ago, guys. Like, 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 like cell phones were more rare in 1998, but they weren't yeah. that rare. Yeah, they were. Like in the hood? Yes, no, they were. Uh, I mean... <laughs> like, <laughs> we, like, I mean, I don't My know what y'all was. My parents had a cell phone that um, was on the Sprint uh, Spectrum or whatever it was. It was on the Sprint plan where we had 15 minutes a month. (laughs) But the first minute of every call was free. So as long as like you didn't go over a minute, then like you weren't cracking into your 15 minutes for the month. So my parents would send me with the cell phone to Owings Mills Mall so that I could play Pokemon cards at the mall and I would call them when I was ready to be picked up. Imagine and if that isn't the most 1998 sentence on the fucking planet, then I don't know what to tell you. Before before we move on, just imagine talking to kids now. And when I say kids, I mean like teenagers now and informing them that back when we had cell phones in high school, we had we had a limited number of text messages that we were allowed to send every month before you. They started charging you per text, <laughs> per text. I didn't My have friend, a cell phone in high school. I had one. Uh, my first cell phone I got my sophomore year of high school, um, but it was on the uh, it was on a pay as you go Virgin Mobile plan. So hmm. peak two thousand four. Um. Uh, Trey asks, "Has seeing Miles Morales in Spider-Man PS4 convinced Terrence to pick up a comic, or does he still hate the thought of reading?" Wait, what? Repeat that. What is going on? Has Has seeing Miles Morales in Spider-Man convinced you to pick up a comic book? No. I do that when I can watch it. That's fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also asked uh, for me, is the slow rollout of classic games for Nintendo's online service really a good idea or would a, or would a Switch virtual console just be better? Um, oh, God. Fuck, sorry, my cat just scratched the <laughs> shit out of my leg. <laughs> um, uh, I'm cool with them um, sort of rolling out the NES games for free for online users, but I still want them to like add the virtual console on top of that, whether they still call it virtual console, whether they just add these games into the eShop. I don't know. I don't particularly care, but the fact of the matter is on the Wii U, we had N64 games. We had GBA games. We had super Nintendo games. Why aren't any of these on the fucking switch yet? Cause they're going to roll it out subscription style. So that's fine. You give me a good library. I'm not going to complain. Um, and finally, Chris asks, with Godzilla King of the Monsters coming soon and Godzilla vs. King Kong coming down the line, do you think a revival of the Destroy All Monsters game would interest y'all? It's been a while since we've had a proper Godzilla game outside of the VR ones. Here's the thing about Godzilla. He's not very mobile. 
That's true. He's a thick he's boy. Not, yeah. <laughs> he's not fun to control. Just no. I've never been a fan of like the rampage style game. I'm not a big fan of like just destroying the destruction people. games. Yeah. Like like Hulk Ultimate Destruction is, is the one that everyone cites. Right, but it never never did anything for me. Prototype never did anything for me. Like that. So I, I, no, like, I would I would those, not be blessed the, by this. The difference between those two games and like a Godzilla game, those dudes were agile. Right. They could just run around the city like Godzilla just steps on shit. Like I that doesn't translate well to video games. Unless you make it like a fighting game. And then in, again, he's not agile. Just a tank. Just walking around the city, just doing nothing. Oh, nah. Those games never really incited. They, they never excited me then. And I highly doubt just upgraded graphics is going to do anything for me. They're just giant monsters. They're not robots. Yeah, nah. That's uh, my answer. <laughs> There's a, there's actually, well, there's one more question. Actually, oh, there's one came more in. came in. Yes, from Seth. Uh, he says, uh, recently got Dragon's Crown because it was on sale. And I remember you guys liked it. I really have enjoyed it so far. Can you give me some pro tips or share what your favorite character is? Um, Seth, I do like Dragon's Crown a Play lot. Play the Amazon because she's thick. Uh, that's what I pick. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what my wife likes, too. I like the Archer best, personally. Um, but that's just because that's the archetype that I usually gravitate towards anyway. Um, pro tips I don't have because I'm actually not great at the game and I haven't played it enough to, to be like an expert on it. Um, but it is very fun and, uh, and I wish it's a game that I had more time to play because, uh, I would, I would like to invest more time in it. But unfortunately it's one of those ones that kind of gets lost in the shuffle, uh, with everything else that's going on. But it's, it's, it's great. Um, and it is a good alternative if you're looking for like a Diablo style game, but don't, uh, don't care for Diablo that much. So that is it for Question Week. Thank you guys for all your responses. And that is also it for this show. Uh, don't forget to join our fan group, densepixels.com slash fans. Leave us a five-star review on iTunes, which we read on the air. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. Make sure you subscribe to us on YouTube at youtube.com slash densepixels. Uh, follow us for streaming there. We are also all on Twitch as well. There's the main Dense Pixels channel. I am Dense Pixels Brad. Terrence is Apparition 410. Micah is Dense Black Nerd. And Carrie is Suppets Carrie. And speaking of Carrie, Extra Life coming up October 27th. Uh, please donate to Carrie's stream. Uh, she's the, yeah, def- the de facto Dense Pixels stream. So. A quick shout out um, to, uh, to Christopher and to Cam, um, both of whom are listeners and have given so far. Um, so I mean every every little bit helps. My cat's like scratching the shit out of my leg. I'm sorry guys. <laughs> um he's being a needy little asshole. Um but yeah, so um anyone who who donates is um automatically entered to win um prizes and whatnot like I'm raffling off a bunch of stuff and uh, I've got like keychains. I'm giving away eShop cards. Um, I have other stuff that I'll be adding. Um, I've got like cool Nintendo mugs and whatnot that I will add to that. Um, I'm playing through Golden Sun. Um, so you can watch and you can see why I like this game so much and why I can't stop talking about it. Uh, and everything goes to, to charity. I've raised so far $215. Um, and if we get to my $500 goal before the stream starts on the 27th, I'll do the stream in my Isaac costume and <laughs> suffer a lot. Uh, so 
if you want me to suffer greatly, then give money to charity. Yay. And again, for more information on that, you can go to the fan group, thenspaces.com slash fans, uh, where Carrie has posted in there uh, about that as well. So that is it for this week. Thank you guys very much for listening. We will see you the next time. Goodbye. <laughs> Take it. <laughs>